Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio ZSL Podcast. And today, today, today is Discussion Points Episode 3. That's right, baby. We're into the, of course, fifth season, along with some more discussion points before we get into the generalities of everything. You know what I mean? We got a lot of things that we're going to be talking about. There are a lot of people who uh, I will be bringing on randomly, uh, you know, onto these podcasts because I love doing that. And of course, I will upload those videos. So I'm getting all my interviewees down packed at the moment. But nonetheless, guys, man, let's talk a little about about social commerce. Now, we talked about social, you know, gatherings in general and communities in the last podcast, right? But what I really want to discuss are, well, is another amazing infographic about social commerce. Social commerce, what does that mean? Well, it can mean a lot of different things, but let me give you everything in terms of the infographic right now. So, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. 60% of internet users around the world bought something online last year. Not only that, three years ago, in the year of 2016, 370 billion was spent online. By the time 2020 rolls around, which is next year, 615 billion will be expected to be sent, uh, well, spent online. Now, let's get into some more craziness of this, and then this is something that we're going to discuss. So, if Facebook were a country, it would be the biggest country in the world with 1.7 billion users. Do you understand that? If Mark Zuckerberg asked every Facebook user to donate $1. He would be $1.7 billion richer. That's how amazing it is. Now, yes, I know half of those are fake profiles, spam, and all that good stuff. I understand. So technically, they're probably about $800 million, uh, give or take maybe a few hundred million, right? Now, what's even more shocking, three years ago, remember, we are in the age of Facebook ads, one of my followers on YouTube, he asked me, he said, Arsenio, why aren't you making Facebook ads for the thing, the, for the content you're putting out? Because it's amazing. I said, well, I don't have a click funnel and I'm not selling something exactly. Now, with the courses and everything that I'm going to have coming up very, very soon with TOEIC, yes. Okay, those are possibly and potentially going to be still a click funnel. Right, it's not going to be necessarily Facebook ads. It's a click funnel because a lot of people go onto my website to view specific blogs. So, do you guys understand that? Now, I have to be the fool that I've spent probably in five hundred dollars U.S. dollars in ads over the last four hundred years. Um, four hundred years. Ah, four years on Facebook. Did any of it actually work? No. Why? Well, I wasn't selling anything. And then finally, I met an email marketer who I'm hoping to bring on the podcast very shortly, France from Belgium. And he said, Arsidio, unless you're buying something or unless you have a, you know, a call to action button, you should not be promoting anything. I also heard this from an Australian leadership coach, Lenita, big shout out to you, who I've actually brought on to the podcast. She said, yeah, you don't need to be setting up ads for anything. And I'm like, oh my God, well, I wish I knew that back in 2015, 16, 17, 18, you know? So, again, I don't think – I think I set up one ad this year, but it was only like 50, 50 cents. So that's like a half a dollar, right? And once I realized that the reach was at 2000 but there was nothing in terms of call to action, I'm like done. So I canceled my ads very, very quickly with Facebook. 
because a lot of people would say, oh, you have to let it go for a long time. And I'm like, uh, no. Listen, 2,000 reach, no call to action, no thank you. And this is the big problem with those 1.7 billion users. Nonetheless, let's get into the third bullet point. Less than 20% of Americans survey, okay, say they have used click to buy buttons on social media sites. So... If I get five people onto my website, only one of them will probably use that click to buy, depending on what I'm actually selling. One thing that really gets me on Facebook is pizza. Oh my God, it's my kryptonite of all kryptonites. Anytime I see some, oh my goodness, some good ass pizza, I am so interested. And one that caught my eye over and over and over was Gallery Pizza. And it's out here, of course, in Bangkok. And they would advertise, the, well, I mean, rigorously around the clock, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. I said, you know what? Let me test these bad boys out. So I did. And of course, they are now the best pizza joint here in Thailand. There's another one that started advertising the last two weeks. And it keeps getting my eye because I keep seeing chicken pizza, chicken pizza, chicken pizza, chicken pizza. Of course, so ultimately, you're going to get the American to buy some goddamn chicken and some goddamn pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, yes, I'm going to test that one out. But... Those types of things really get me. When I have to buy anything that's like materialistic, no, unless I really need it like my Bose headphones. I needed that because the microphone is unbelievable, the audio is unbelievable, and I no longer have to worry about a wire. These are individual things that can be tracked. So I love it. So let's get into the next one. 4.1 billion social media users. That's right. Literally, in 2016, half, probably more than, the, more than half the world's population in some way used the top eight social media platforms out there. Shocking. 35% of people use social media sites to find goods to purchase. Interesting. 70% of 18 to 35-year-olds say social media influences their clothing purchases. Now, me, of course, I'm 31, right? But when it comes to me, man, I really don't care about clothes anymore. And I love it because if I walk, well, again, if I do presentations like you guys see on my Facebook pages and stuff, these workshops, yes, I'm going to dress very, very nicely. But when I come to a place such as this one, the place that I work at, and you know, I just teach <laughs> almost by the book, I'm kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, I don't really care about this. Does that make any sense? So, again, I've reached the age limit where I'm like, I will not buy anything else, especially name brand, unless I absolutely need it. Now with technology, Bose is, acts as a microphone, my new headphones, and everything else. So that's why I love Bose. Now, with, of course, clothing, no way. So here we go. Now, because of what Gary Vee has been saying, over 60% of marketers advise their clients to invest Heavily, I'm talking heavily in social commerce. And is that a good thing to do? Uh, I mean, not necessarily invest. Invest like in terms of like perhaps stocks and stuff like that, maybe. But now the Facebook stock, again, you're probably going to lose more than gain more at this moment. Now, if you started investing into Facebook stock maybe in 2008, 2009, you would probably be a millionaire right now. But because everything has felt, you know, all this good stuff, hey, we're just learning in this thing called life. But nonetheless, which one of these surprised you the most? And how has social media influenced or changed your shopping 
habits? These are some really good questions that you can answer. And these are, of course, on your IELTS speaking part three if you guys are taking IELTS. So, again, does it influence my shopping habits? Let's see. For food, yes, sometimes I do not want to go outside. One, because the pollution is heavy out here in Bangkok. So I do like to uh, limit the amount of exposure I have to it. So I do order grab food. Now, that is, I wouldn't say that's necessarily social, but that's just an application. That's just technology in general. But has social media influenced me to buy different pieces of technology? Uh, let me give you an example. The Apple product, uh, what is it? They, they, they advertising the advertising the iPhone 11, I think it is a complete waste of time, and I get very, very irritated with those commercials. Now, for, for because I already know the backdrop, I already know the, the hidden agenda of Apple. They have not gotten any better from the iPhone possibly 7 all the way up until now. They just got a better video. They got a better picture. That's all there, a better camera. That's all there is to it. So those get very, very annoying. So like, what is it, video ads on YouTube? They are unbelievably annoying. Has it influenced me to buy anything? No. Now, I'm going to tell you the last time I was influenced to buy something was when I watched, um, it was when the Under Armour, the sneakers by the name of the Apollos had come out. And when I was watching this guy running really fast and he was over here, I was like, dude, I need those shoes so bad. But of course, me living in the, the, the outskirts, way outskirts, the upcountry of Thailand, there's no way I could order them. Uh, and then finally, Under Armour had made its uh, debut here in early 2015 in Thailand. So, but before that, in 2015, I had bought some Apollos while I was out there in Australia. Did I like them? No. They were very lightweight, but they're too narrow, and they actually hurt my feet, unfortunately. But nonetheless, that was the only time I was influenced to buy something in terms of clothing, now, jackets, jeans, any of that, that's all a waste of time. Now, I'm going to give you one last story before I let you guys go. A guy by the name of Marcos. Marcos Ramirez, okay? This was the super popular kid in middle school. He would wear $100 US dollar. We're talking 2000, 2001, 2002. A 12 to a 14-year-old boy wearing literally $100 pants. The shirts, the shoes, everything. Now, was he humble? He was humble to a certain extent. He was a cool guy. If I said, what's up, Marcos? He would always say, what's up? He would laugh. He would do this. He would do that. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a really cool, you know, he's cool. And the thing is, he has a lot of money and the women like him. But once he got to high school, all that clothing and everything he all purchased, none of it mattered anymore. He went from being the most popular kid at school from 6th, 7th, and 8th grade to being an absolute nobody to dropping out of high school. So that influence of you, yeah, I'm going to buy clothing because I'm going to be accepted in some of these categories in these groups in high school is no more. Maybe, perhaps, maybe in some places, okay, I get it. You guys live in different countries. Maybe it's the same way, but I highly doubt that in places like Eastern Europe and Russia. Um, and I'm not exactly sure about Korea and whatnot, although, of course, you know, plastic surgery is real big out there. So if you look like a pretty boy, then all that good stuff, you know, K-pop bands, all that good stuff. Now, we're talking about clothing here, not with clothing. Again, I remember seeing Marcos. Oh, my God. And he was just not cool whatsoever. He was working at the Adventure Dome. At the Adventure Dome, it's a theme park. You know, you got these rides. You got all these things in there. I was like, what's up, Marcos? da 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 
All he did was just like give us our tickets. He didn't want to say hello. He he just smiled at me. And I was like, wow, what a douche. And it was so funny. I think that happened between 2004 and 2006. Because the last, well, no, I didn't go there too. I haven't gone to the Adventure Dome in 15 years. So that had to happen probably 2004. Nonetheless, what had happened was I got a message from someone. And I remember not so much the day, but I remember the time frame. It was between 2011 and 2012, seven to eight years ago. And it was him. And he's like, hey, what's going on, Arsenio? And I'm like, I didn't really hold, hold, you know, hold anything against him. But I was like, yeah, man, what's up? What are you doing? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm out here. I think he was trying to do rap and a couple of other things. And, yeah, I, I think he said some things, again, like very heavy slang. Uh, just, oh, my God, people that use, like, crazy slang, I don't really, like, you know, associate myself with them, like, on a personal level. Um, but nonetheless, uh, he was talking to me, and I was like, that's funny. I just came back from Australia. I'm getting ready to move to Thailand, and look where he is. All that ego is gone. So, again, it can influence you. You can believe. You can seriously believe that having this or having these different things that you call essentials will make you more popular. But again, always remember who you are as an individual. Because back in 2015, I invested in a wardrobe hoping that women in this country would accept me. Did that happen? No. Why? Because I didn't accept myself. Now that I accept myself, I don't feel the need to buy anything in terms of clothing ever again. Why? Because, well, I know that it doesn't matter anymore. So guys, if you're in a group, okay, and this is the, this is the, the, the thing that I want you to take away. If you're in a group and people judge you based on what you're wearing, it's time for you to find a new group. So with that being said, guys, check out the blog. Look at the infographic. We're going to be getting into all the good stuff now. Just wanted to give you guys some nice introductions. So if you have any questions, let me know. And as always, I'm your host, Over and Out.